This podcast is being brought to you by The Well Life and Anchor. Eat well, think well, live well. Grab your comfy seat, a friend, and your wellness tea, and let's engage in conversation that's going to maximize your life. Hey, Well Life family, it's that time, that time once again that we gather, we grab our wellness tea, we sit in a comfy space, we invite our girlfriends, and welcome to you fellas that are listening as well. Come on in. This is stuff you need to know too, but this is our time. This is me and you having good dialogue, good girl chat, engaging in some meaningful, purposeful conversation. I am joined today um shotgun holding it down shotgun with me is my 12 year old fur baby mr prince our maltese and he's basically staring at me while i'm talking to you guys because what i know is that he's wanting my attention right now i I I'm, i'm convinced that dogs are the domesticated versions of babies he does not like for you to engage in anything else Hey, Prince. Y'all, like, he's looking at me with this furrowed eyebrow like, but why, Mom? Anyway, Prince, you're going to get this lesson today, though. Mm-hmm. Since you're here with me, so you, you done got set up. You're going to get this lesson today. We're talking about fibroids. So you've discovered that you have fibroids. Now what? Or you already knew that you had fibroids. It's not news to you. Now what? Before we hop into that, can we please do a girl chat? Not a girl chat. Can we do, because we're going to have that, but can we please do our wellness check-in? Now, you know we don't just wait for the wellness tea. You know we do this together because all of us could use a moment to breathe. So let's do just that. Let's do it. Taking a deep inhale through your nose, sealing your mouth and opening up your nostrils to breathe in through your nostrils, taking as much oxygen in your lungs as possible and then release through your nose like you're blowing out candles. Blow it all out. Exhaust the oxygen in your lungs until there is nothing left and then repeat it. Inhale, inhale deep. Close your eyes if you want. Allow your body to relax and exhale. Allow your body to relax, your shoulders to relax, your neck to relax. Lean back on something sturdy. Lean on something for a change. We are such torchbearers. And we carry so much on our shoulders and on our backs. This is an opportunity to breathe. Just let it go. Lean on something. Lean on something. This is our wellness check. One more round. Inhale deep. Exhale, release and let go. This is our time for connection. This is your time of freedom. You have permission to release cares and thoughts at this moment, at least during the time of this episode. You have permission to release. Never underestimating the simple power of breath, breathing, our lungs, the oxygen, the blood that's flowing in our bodies. I do have a quick socially shan segment that I'm going to inject in this moment. Inject, intercept, integrate, 
all of the enters. I want to do that at this moment. In less than 48 hours, my husband and I will be celebrating two years of marriage. I am beyond blessed and humbled by this. Uh, Jean and I have known each other since we were kids, kept in touch with each other through our young adulthood, passing and going, you know, as the process and cycles of life would have it. I moved to L.A. in 2016 for a brief stint and reconnected when we came back. Two things I know for sure, my returning back to Houston from L.A. because I actually felt very displaced coming back. Like Houston felt painfully slow when I came home and I was looking for every reason to try to finagle going back but I had heard the Lord tell me that I was coming back for a particular reason what I know for sure is that he connected my husband and I together the second thing that I know for sure was that I needed these last few years to be with my mother And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful to hear the voice of God. I'm thankful that Jean heard the voice of God concerning me. I'm glad that I heard the voice of God concerning him. And I'm glad that I chose to obey God and um, be home and be with my mother. Time is precious, people. Oh, my God. That's an entirely different episode. And I know that you know that now more than ever. Um, life feels a little, no, not a little bit, a lot like Jacob in the Bible who wrestled with the angel and, um, was struck in the side because of his, uh, perseverance and developed a limp. Like you come out of life changing experiences empowered with perspective, but you come out of them with a limp and it is just that notification. It's that signal that, um, I've dealt with life. I've that's how I look at it. I've dealt with life. So yes, celebrating. Send us your celebrates. Um, he will be on social media, I'm sure. I'm on and off uh, on purpose. You know me. Um, send us your celebrates, though. Text, email, stuff like that. I'm so very thankful for my husband. Um, we just also, another socialist um, Shan segment is last Sunday, the 22nd of November. I celebrated the release of my film, my documentary, Black Bodies. yes child yes i don't have an applause um cue sound sound cue i just use the orchestra for it it was everything it was more than what i gosh gosh could have prayed and expected the level of support we socially distance and we successfully socially distance and still were able to have an experience and that's what I wanted I want us to be safe I wanted us to be responsible but I wanted an experience to be had and so black bodies will be available for public release the beginning of 2021 do connect with us on social media let me give you the website first and it'll be in the notes black bodies b-o-d-d-e-s-s film.com 
And so the social media handles are the same. Facebook is Black Bodice Film. Instagram is Black Bodice Film. Go and look at all of the apparel that is um, on the site and more that's being uploaded. Join this movement. The message is important. And if you're wondering what Black Bodice is all about, I've done a brief podcast episode so that you can get fully briefed on what it is. Go to the YouTube channel. It's the Well Life TV, but it's under my URL, Lashana Leonard, and you can view the trailer. And I am beyond thankful, inspired, and dedicated to my mother, Dorothy Ellis Leonard, who I just have to believe knew and saw. Um, that's what's been happening, and we are in the crux of holiday season. Um, all of us have a different perspective and moment with that. My encouragement is for us to sit with it, gather as much support and love around us as possible, to be creative how we can connect with one another, to be honest and true to every morsel of your feelings, every bit of your emotions. Be honest and true with them. Try very hard not to be afraid to feel what you feel, feel what we feel. Grief can be an exhaustive um, emotion because it's never ending. It just doesn't have an expiration date. But it's a love language. And so for whatever area you may have experienced grief and loss and absence, my prayers and my heart to you, cling tight to the things that um, represent life and joy and love. Cling desperately to those things. All right. All right, y'all. Let's do it. Let's get into this segment. Let's talk about these fibroids. I had presented via my Instagram stories, um, the opportunity to ask questions about fibroids. I believe that we are talking about uh, this condition more than we used to. However, there are so many different levels of understanding and education. And so this particular episode is going to be mainly from the holistic health perspective, but also with the general basics of conventional medicine and allopathic uh, medicine and just in terms of the textbook and the pathology of fibroids this is also a podcast episode to support your journey and I think in doing that I have to talk very naturally to you as well because this is not a one-time fix a magical solution type of condition to resolve and While I'm saying that, uh, I have to be very, very clear. There are a lot of people, uh, practitioners, nutritionists, um, healers of all kind that have product and offer treatment. And uh, I just want to speak honest and true on those things as well, because it's, it's, you know, this journey with fibroids can be very interesting on one side of the coin you get so much information on the flip side of the coin there is a load of uh sell points s-e-l-l selling points regarding who has uh the remedy the fix the cure Uh, but it's not readily available because listen and hear me clearly as a practitioner just like um sick care And that financial industry, holistic practitioners of all kind, you know, are keeping their businesses afloat too. Now, to their respect, or should I say to our respect, because I have supplementation, I do supplementation and sell supplements as well. um, We take extreme 
consideration most of us in the formulas and the um recipes that we create there's a lot of research if it's done right and if it's done with integrity there's a lot of research and there's a lot of trial and error there's a lot of troubleshooting because we are intricate like that black women women of color all of y'all you're intricate like that it's not a one-size-fits-all so there's no magic pill okay what works for one person may not work for you may work for you second thing about this is that it is not an immediate turnaround the the biggest gap and difference between conventional medicine like pills and prescriptions that you get versus taking the functional medicine route is that you are treating your body you are treating the core situation so think about it you're going deep you're going some of you um, as it relates to hormone health and fibroids uh, endometriosis PCOS reproductive issues you're going deep you're going into generational issues you're going into issues that you inherited because I know some some of you actually live a pretty well-balanced life, a pretty attentive lifestyle. You are dealing with a lot when you start on a journey of treatment. So you have to be willing to commit to it. You have to be easy with yourself. You have to be patient. You have to practice a lot of grace and be willing to give yourself grace while you go on this journey. Um, I haven't given the technical or the textbook definition of it yet. Um, I've kind of just jumped into the pool of this conversation. I will go back and do that though. But I just want to I want to preface this conversation with saying that. And then I also want to remind you that um I'll, I'll not remind you, but I want to give you gentle support. Um it is a little insensitive for people and for healers to come across so matter of fact and so um emphatic with oh you just need to get my such and such oh child I can help you with such and such because this is an emotional journey the reality is that this is an emotional journey and I know you've been searching you've been reading you've been having conversations you've talked to your doctors you've been googling be careful with that Google gives you a lot of different types of information from a lot of different types of biases and perspectives. But I know you Google and you have already been on this road to try to find out how to fix yourself because that's what it feels like. Part of it makes you feel broken, out of order. <laughs> something is off. Something is malfunctioned. And the way that our mind works, we feel like it's something that we have done, haven't done, need to do. So... I want you to handle yourself gently and don't be uh, pushed into feeling a guilt or a rush by even a healer that says, oh, you just need to get my such and such and such, my tea, my herb, my pills, my this, my that, whatever the case is. And listen, I am actively working on something uh, for us. But even in that, my messaging to you has to be it's your lifestyle. It's everything that concerns you, sisters. Ever when I say everything, it's going to require everything that concerns you. And that's where the emotional journey 
can um, really get kind of heavy because you are now having to make a conscious decision to think through things in a culture and a society that doesn't message it automatically. The culture wants you to eat sugar. The culture wants you to engage in more than you can consume. The culture pushes this diet and this lifestyle and the culture bears a lot of competition and, and comparison. There's so much. The culture is loaded with products that wreak havoc on your estrogen and your estradiol and testosterone, androgens, um, progesterone, uh, more, (laughs) prostaglandins. I can never pronounce that correctly, but that's that pinch, that, that, um, that sharp knife pain that you feel when you are cramping. Um, the, those prostaglandins that are released and they sit on the nerve of your uterus. There's a lot that be going on in our bodies. So let me just give the textbook definition of fibroids. It is typically known as a benign tumor surrounding the uterus. It's a common condition for women that are typically in their reproductive and post-reproductive ages. It's estimated that at least 50% of white women will experience a fibroid or more 80% of black women. There are reasons for that. Uh, Heredity, um, hormonal, lifestyle, life management, life behavior, behavior management, pain management, uh, your your own personal health history as well as your uh, family's medical history. All of these things are big variables in the reasons why we find ourselves diagnosed with fibroids. So most of the time, you're not even aware that you have a fibroid or fibroids. Fibroids are typically found when there is an ultrasound, a sonohistogram, Um, done on you abdominal or vaginal you will be notified at that moment by your doctor your gynecologist or whoever is facilitating your doctor visit that they see fibroids and so what do you do well you feel what you feel wonderment confusion like pain frustration you have a lot of questions how did this happen where did they come from there are various types of fibroids i always like to encourage ladies to know what the types of fibroids are and then when i'm doing fibroid education with my clients or just in general in a talk um or of some sort i will um share those different uh, types of fibroids, subserosal fibroids, which are the most common. They can actually push outside of the uterus and into the pelvis. You have your intramural fibroids, which develop into the muscle of the uterus, which is that muscle, the muscle of the uterus, which leads into um, that the area where embryo would be. Submucosal fibroids, those are considered more uncommon, but they do grow nonetheless. You may have a stalk of fibroids, which is like a branch, a cluster of fibroids. So you may have them individualized where they, you know, will grow randomly in other areas. Uh, There are degenerative fibroids as well. What What we call degenerative fibroids, which are fibroids that 
actually start to age. Um, women that are going into their menopausal era, uh, uh, time of life where the estrogen hormone naturally declines, don't have to worry much about the effects or the outcome of fibroids because the fibroids either kind of reduce or eliminate themselves or they don't cause any type of side effects. So because these are considered tumors and they grow, they have the potential of growing and multiplying when you um, are experiencing fibroids, whether you at that time know it or not, it's manifesting, heavy bleeding, cramping. Uh, it a lot of times manifests in some form of pain based on where your fibroid is. You can actually feel pain in certain areas of your uterus and your lower abdominal area. Also, based on the size of your fibroid or fibroids, you will sometimes see the physical manifestation of them. So fibroids can be as small as a cherry and as large as an embryo, first, second, or third trimester. Let me also insert right here that based on the condition and the size of your fibroid also determines the kind of holistic care and treatment that is most effective. So I may have two women that have fibroids. Fibroids are in two different places and are different sizes. I can't give them the same wellness plan and walk them through the same type of treatment plan. It's going to be different. Conventionally, your doctors will suggest things like um, maybe some hormone therapy. They may suggest um, a, myoectom a myomectomy. They may suggest a partial hysterectomy or a full hysterectomy. <laughs> You're listening to my podcast, right? So this is my own disclaimer. I, this is for your education, honey. I don't heavily recommend a lot of the surgeries because many times they don't come with preventative plans and your your fibroids have the opportunity to grow back faster and bigger and more. So it really is about knowledge. It's about education and it is about lifestyle. Everyone... Every woman is not necessarily interested in having children. I think this is important for me to say. So it's not about her getting rid of fibroids or managing her, her reproductive care for the sake of having children. It's all about her managing her reproductive care to be healthy, to be well, and to feel better. It's not just about removing fibroids because you want children. And a lot of women do. That is a natural occurrence it's a natural desire of life but it is just as okay if you just want to attend to your reproductive health regarding fibroids because you just want to be healthy you want to be good you know what I mean um, I also need to insert here that pain is not your burden to bear. Pain is not your norm. We have normalized something that was never meant to be normal. We feel extremely abnormal with the normal. Case in point, when I finally was able to manage my periods and get those periods in a good, healthy place, and I was like bleeding regularly, normally, not having to change every hour and just feeling horrified and 
in such a bad emotional space. Y'all, I didn't. That was the most abnormal feeling ever to be normal, to have a normalized period. And then one month into two months and three months. What? Middle of the year, a whole year. And I've had normal periods and you work for it. But because majority of your life you have normalized pain, carried pain, ignored pain, don't even realize you in pain, deal with pain, take off of work, take off from school, and so on and so forth, that when you finally begin to turn that dial and your body responds to something positive and healthy and different, you're like, what in the world? It's crazy. So this journey, sisters, is about reconditioning not just your body. But your mind, it's not going to be perfect out of your frustration. You're going to grow, go and do something because, again, there is this emotional battle of normal, of feeling normal, of feeling like you are a part of, you know, the, the norm, the culture, the general population. You just want to feel normalized. So it takes a lot of commitment and right outside my window is a horn. Someone has triggered somebody's alarm. I'm sorry. But it's going to take a major commitment to self. You talk about self-love and self-care. A journey to wholeness and healing is going to be just that. It's going to force you to target your heart toward your love for self from the inside out. So there are constant, <clears throat> excuse me, um, clinical trials that are still being done with women who have fibroids. Fibroids um, and this condition have been considered under the no cure or currently not a definite cure for them. There are a lot of different approaches, as I mentioned earlier, that your doctor, your medical team may take, may discuss with you. And then I promote women of color, black women, really women in general, but my specialty in my audience, black women and women of color, black and brown women, that you have a team of doctors who specialize in different areas of women's health. It is, again, this is not a one size fits all and every doctor has their specialty. Now they may cross reference um, some considerations to you and other modalities or other specialties, but they specialize in what they specialize in. So make sure that you have um, an adequate team of specialists for your condition. Uh, what do I want to say right here? Do I, uh, when I'll, I'll use me, for example, in my wellness practice, when working with women who have fibroids and uh, PCOS like myself and other reproductive challenges, we do a combination of treatment, assessment, doctor testing, follow-up, make notes, update, continue treatment, tweak the treatment, assessment, follow-up, doctor, there may be um, a test that I want their doctor to run again or when, or per their next follow-up with their doctor, there will be some questions that I'll have that client to ask her doctor because again, this is a journey. So some wellness uh, protocols, 
I say give yourself three months for some wellness protocols. I say give yourself six months for. And this is just a time frame to begin to see the body adjusting and embracing the new methods and the treatment and the lifestyle changes. It takes the body time. With conditions like PCOS, endo, fibroids, I say a year. It doesn't have to take a year. But again, this is a process, y'all. I can't drive that home enough to you that this is a process. You want to you want to ask your doctor all of the questions. So let me get into my bullet points because I'm big on bullet points. The topic of this episode is you have fibroids. Now what? So number one. Let your emotions be what they are. Feel them, feel them wholeheartedly, feel them completely. Journal, talk with someone, lean on your, your tribe or your person or, or um, you know, maybe a support group. You need that. You deserve that. This is a diagnosis worthy of your reaction, your response, your feelings authentically, Okay. Secondly, ask your doctor all the questions. How, why, what? Ask your doctor all of those questions. Ask them what are the different options, the various options that you have. Most conventional doctors are not going to lean toward any um, advice or, or much advice regarding lifestyle because that's not their area. That's not their specialty. However, a doctor that cares, a doctor that you've decided to have on your team needs to have a wellness awareness. They need to encourage you to assess what you're doing, what you're eating, what you're drinking, your sleep, your stress, and all of those things. Because just like we want a holistic life, fibroid care requires holistic treatment. Now, more than just in the realm of functional medicine, natural medicine, I mean holistic in embracing and engaging all of you. This takes your mind, body, soul, spirit, your habits, your thoughts, your sleep, how much sleep you're getting, what you're eating, what you're putting on your body, from dyes to chemicals to hair care to body care, um, perfumes, fragrances, a lot of those products have xenoestrogens in them. Many, many, many xenoestrogens in them. Those are those 12, 16 letter words in the ingredients panel that you, that are on the uh, packages or the boxes or the bottles of the products that you get. Those xenoestrogens are estrogen perpetrators, which means that your body recognizes that it's not in the regular chromosome, DNA, hormone chain for it to receive and embrace and link, align itself to. The body knows exactly when things are not right. So the body will reject it and it will reject it in the form of hard periods and PMS and skin breakouts and hair loss and the tumors growing. Unbeknownst to you, you're trying to fight the, the, the condition you're trying to eliminate and without a lack of knowledge, your issue is growing, building. So um, I want to stay on the bullet points here. Make sure that your doctor, 
will at least encourage healthy life or encourage you to connect with a dietitian, a nutritionist and all of those, you know, those other options that are available to you. Number three, make sure that you connect with various alternatives and complementing therapies. There are so many of them out here for us, you all. Chinese medicine, uh, which spans from centuries, it is such an advocate for hormonal and reproductive health. It truly is. Um, Your acupuncture, massage therapy, these things make a huge difference. Understanding how herbs work, which means that you're working with an herbologist, Okay, uh, not an herb- well, an herbalist, an herbalist. You're working with an herbalist. You're working with someone who has been certified, trained, gone to school for understanding herbs, just like we do with botany, just like we do with essential oils, just like we do with understanding plants, just like we do those of us who are endocannabinoid specialists. We we um study the cannabis plant, the layers, the subspecies, the terpenes, and all of these different aspects aspects of these alternative therapies get with legit people now if you want to invest and you are real about giving yourself i hear you prince y'all heard him right giving yourself the best options available to treat yourself remember that self-care that self-love that i was talking about earlier then this is your time of investment to do that because this is going to, this is going to require your commitment to self in a, to a new level, a new dimension that you've probably not committed to yourself before. Cause you're going and you're doing it. You're checking things off and you're on the move and you've got so many things to do and so many people depending on you. And the list goes on and on and on that you slather on something quick. You eat something quick. You apply something on your hair You do all of these things because they are accessible, because it's a large part of our culture and our society, because it's your habit, because it has become your lifestyle, because you are familiar with these things. And this is a whole new ball game. (laughs) Okay, it's a whole new ball game. So those are my those are the three immediate points. The fourth point is, yes, you are going to need to consider your nutrition. Why does it matter? Because of the agriculture and the compromise of farming in our foods that are feeding your body additional hormones that are toxic to your body, your progesterone levels, your estrogen, your estradiol, your all of your hormones, all all facets of your hormones, your thyroid, all of these things are linked and effective. Prince, you see me talking to people. Why are you trying to talk to me while I'm talking to the people? Y'all hear him? Sit down and, and contain yourself, sir. You have the floor. Do you want to say something? Here. Here's the mic. <laughs> now you want to stare. But all of these different areas of your body are linked together. Remember, you hear me talk about our body like an ecosystem, how we are a huge machine that every every part of us links together. So you want to be mindful of not putting any additional toxins in your system. That's going to require you to consider what you're getting. 
That's going to require you to consider, do I need to cook more? It's going to require you to consider how to grocery shop, reading those labels that let you know that beef is grass fed, that your eggs are cage free, that your chicken has no added hormones and no nitrites, your sandwich meat, no nitrites and no nitrates, that it's USDA. It matters. I'm going to say it the second time. It matters. I'm going to say it the third time. It matters. And repetition, number four, is the mother of skill in this process. Repeat those good habits. Repeat those good habits. Repeat those good habits and tweak them as you go. You're your own troubleshooter. You may not have a white coat, but you know what? You're the doctor of your own body. Even when you come to see me, when a client comes to see me, I'm asking them, how did this affect you? How does this feel for you? How does this feel to you? What was this like for you? Because you are living in your body. You always have the right to speak. You should be listening to what your body is saying. Your period is your report card. And if you're not regular, if you're heavy, if you're unusually light, if your period is non-existent, then that is your body's report card telling you that something is not right. Listen to that. So we run several type of tests in functional medicine and holistic health that are not ran in your conventional office. And this is why you want a marriage of the two. This is why you want a, a team that specializes in every layer of your body. Um, I think that is, those are the four points that I want to cover for you because this is really introductory. What happens after that? Well, you know, like my first point, link up your team, ask your questions, look at your diet, look at your lifestyle. You're going to need to chill out on some of this stress. You're going to need to allow people to help you. You're going to need to ask for help. Which means you got to practice now dismantling this superwoman syndrome, women. Why? Because the dysfunction is mal mal manifesting in your body. It's manifesting in your body. Enough is enough. You don't need to be a superwoman. You just need to be an adequate, achieving woman that is now putting herself first and putting that energy into herself. Trust me on this. You want to consider dairy. You want to consider if you if you are a meat eater. And I say this, you hear people you hear, hear people say that you have to become vegan in order to heal from fibroids. That is not necessarily true. Something called bio bio individuality and bioavailability. Your body is its own individual biology. That's why we work differently. That's why you have assessments, specialized assessments for your body. Your blood work come back normal at the doctor's office and you know something is not right and your hormone levels come back normal at the doctor's office and you know something is not right. Those, that's because those testings are standardized. They're generalized. So you come into your specialist's office, you come into an office like mine, and I'm not just um, advocating for my practice, but I am using my practice because this is what we do. 
So wherever you are, if you want to connect to someone that does this kind of work, you do that. This is not a sales pitch. This is about your education. We specify the tests that are needed for you. And is there a test that will give you more information about the probability of your fibroids? Yes. They're out there. Dutch test is one of them. You can write that down. D-U-T-C-H. Your urinalysis. I said cyst. Your urinalysis. Various deficiencies in your body, vitamin and mineral deficiencies. Y'all, this stuff matters. So these are the steps that you take after discovering that you have fibroids. Arm yourself with the right tribe, both supportive and both medically. Arm yourselves. It's the best thing that you can do for your care, for your self-love practice, is to make sure that you're journeying down this road adequately, well-equipped and well-informed. If you want more information about fibroid health, fibroid treatment, fibroid uh, plans, you are more than welcome to reach out to me. My website, you already know it, uh, LashannaLeonardMoore.com. As a matter of fact, if you look under services, you'll see a plan that is there. If you've got a question um, and you're in another city or state and you want uh, a referral or you want to ask me, you're more than welcome to do that. Do we work with women out of city, state? We absolutely do. Um, but we are here to be a resource and we are here to be your support. And Well Life Family, you guys know that. So listen, replay this episode, share it with other women. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. And remember, <laughs> all right now, I've got my side eye on. I'm expecting you to eat well, which means chew on this information. Marinate in your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit. Think well. Do the same with that. As a man thinks, so he is. And live well. Because sisters, that's your right. That's just your natural, fundamental right to live a well life. All right? Until the next time. Bye-bye.